coming up. He was carrying the murder weapon, and he was also wearing the same pair of shoes that police saw in some surveillance footage. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. We want to get to a case that continues to capture local and national headlines. The arrest of a suspected serial killer is the top story right now on KSDK.com. Police in St. Louis have arrested a man believed to be the serial killer responsible for six murders and several shootings. Here to tell us what we know about this case and this arrest, Christine Byers at Five on Your Side, KSDK in St. Louis. Christine, thanks for being here once again. Thanks for having me. Let's talk about these murders that took place. These were fairly recent in September and then also in October just of this year, right? Exactly. So there was a cluster of murders that happened in September. There were four total murders and two shootings that happened in St. Louis City and St. Louis County, um, all within a pretty relatively short span of time in September. At the end of October, uh, there were two homicides that happened in Kansas City, Kansas, but they weren't discovered until November 2nd. Um, There were two people, a man and a woman, murdered in a high-rise apartment complex uh, in separate apartments there. And what can you tell us about the victims in these cases, as much as we know at this point? Sure. So the victims in these cases um, are, they range in age and gender, um, Early on with the investigation in the St. Louis area, um, there was an alert put out early uh, telling sex workers to beware that a uh, person targeting them may be on the loose, uh, robbing them, shooting them, and harming them. Um, One of the four murders was listed in this alert uh, that went out regarding sex workers, And then uh, about a week or two later, St. Louis police came out with uh, another press release talking about three homicides they believed were connected. Um, And that included the the one involving the sex worker alert and two additional ones. Um, The two additional ones included a 16-year-old girl uh, who was found shot in St. Louis County and um, another one was including a woman that was found in St. Louis City and then a man that was also found uh, shot to death in St. Louis City. My understanding is what police say is that the victims did not know each other, nor did they know their killer. Is that right? Is that what we're hearing from police? It really is um, all over the place and sort of developing at this point, but the victims in the St. Louis area appear so far to police to not have any connections to their killer and certainly no connections to each other. Um, One of the family members for the fourth victim in the St. Louis area is saying that uh, he, the victim in that case, did know the killer just sort of on an acquaintance type of level um, and that they may have done drugs together. But uh, the police have found so far no evidence of any connection between the two um, so far. And did police have a a pretty good idea early on, or do you know if they felt like these cases were connected to each other? So early on, they started developing um, some information that suggested that the killings were linked, mainly shell casings left at the scenes uh, showed them that the murder weapon in, used in these crimes was the same. 
The problem for them was they didn't know whether it was the same person actually firing the gun. Um, So they were very hesitant here in the St. Louis area to say that a serial killer could be at work um, because they just didn't have very good quality images of this person. And all they knew for sure was that the, the ballistics looked the same. It really did not come together for them until the Kansas City um, incidents where, in in those cases, the killer actually gave a security guard his driver's license when he was going inside that apartment complex. And so they were able to establish very quickly uh, in Kansas City, Kansas, who he was uh, based on looking at surveillance images of the victims when the last time it was that they were seen, you know, sort of coming into the building who they were with, and they, tra- you know, tracked down that they entered the building um, with this person, and so they were able to develop a name very quickly from there. And uh, Kansas City, Kansas police were aware of the um, the shootings in the St. Louis area involving a forty caliber Smith and Wesson, and that the shootings appeared to be very random. Um, and so basically, they they called St. Louis City Police and said, "Hey." You know, we just had these two shootings here uh, that seem to be unexplained involving a very similar weapon. Um, would you care to look into this? And they started to, and they determined pretty quickly that the that the man involved had connections to the St. Louis area. And so from there, um, the investigation really heated up quick. They were able to find out that he had bought a train ticket to come from Kansas City back to St. Louis and uh, some FBI agents followed him onto the train, and they think he may have figured out that he was being followed because he suddenly got off the train and got on a bus. Uh, they were able to, of course, monitor that bus, and then were waiting for him when the bus stopped in Independence, Missouri, and he got off, and they arrested him. And it was interesting because during the arrest, he was carrying the murder weapon, and he was also wearing the same pair of shoes that police saw in some surveillance footage of him uh, not long after the victims were killed in St. Louis City. For over two months now, these detectives have worked tirelessly on this case, which has brought us to this uh, successful result. I am, I am certain that without their efforts, uh, this subject would have went on and uh, committed more uh, homicides. And we should mention the name of this suspect and what the charges are against him at this time. So the suspect's name is Perez Reed, and he is now facing a federal weapons charge. Uh, In addition to that, he is facing two murder counts in St. Louis County, as well as uh, charges related to a shooting that he did there that left a man permanently disabled. Um, In St. Louis City, he has been charged with two counts of murder, as well as charges related to another shooting involving a woman who survived. Have police said anything about a motive in any of these cases? You know, police were asked about a motive for the cases, and they really sort of struggled with that answer. They, it does not appear that they have developed any sense of a motive here other than... Um, just simply this person wanting to to kill people um 
And they certainly talked about that this individual has, and and we were able to find through our research as well, he has a well-documented history of mental health issues. What happens next? He's behind bars, and I, I assume at some point we'll see if this goes to trial or not. So basically, because the feds charged him first, um, they will have to decide how that's going to proceed. They have the you know jurisdiction over him right away, and then at that point, um, he will have to come and face the charges um, that he has against him in St. Louis County and in St. Louis City. So the order in which all of that is going to happen is really undetermined at this point because it all is dependent upon how the feds handle their their case against him first. But he's not coming out anytime soon. And, you know, I, I do have to just underscore the, the fact that he showed his driver's license at this apartment complex. And, and I want to clarify that and, and confirm that's actually where two of the victims were located, that same apartment complex? Exactly. Thankfully, police have been able to catch up with the suspect in this case. We'll uh, stay in touch. Thanks once again for telling us about this one. Christine Byers at Five on Your Side in St. Louis. You've been listening to The Daily Crime, a podcast from Vault Studios. Be sure to check out our other podcasts, including Bardstown, The Officer's Wife, and our weekly show, True Crime Chronicles. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson.